Welcome back to Set Piece. I'm Justin Thomas. We got Kyler Washam and Lee Lukasevic here on the line. We're going to talk about FC Cincinnati. Obviously, if you were tuning in here, we had a, a rather long discussion about Columbus Crew, um, but there was a lot to talk about, new ownership and whatnot. FCC is on kind of the flip side. They are very relatively new. Columbus Crew has been charter member number one. FC Cincinnati has only been around for, this is going to be their third season. That's hard to believe. Uh, their third season, and they've been promoted to Major League Soccer. They just got their starts in the United Soccer League or the USL. So FC Cincinnati is now jumping into the MLS, and they've made kind of a lot of big, big moves uh, so far. If you've been listening to my earlier podcast with the Wing Lions, you know that uh, they've been making a lot of signings. Um, they brought some folks back from the original team that was there last year. Um, they have parted ways with some folks from last year as well, but they made a lot of big, big signings. Uh, the first big signing was Fernando Adi, uh, who came away from Portland Timbers. Uh, he did win the MLS Cup um, that, during his time with Portland, so that was kind of a big name. Uh, they've also did very well, in my opinion, with the MLS um, expansion draft. Uh, they got some some good players uh, with that as well, such as Darren Maddox was was kind of a big one with that. They also went out and got uh, he, I can't even say his first name, so we're just going to call him by his nickname here, uh, Titi, who is the new probably going to be the new goalkeeper. Uh, he's from Poland. He played he's played in Europe. Um, so collectively, this is a, a kind of a, a, a team that's going to have obviously a lot to go together because you got some of the original guys there from last year. You got some of these big signings from. Uh, elsewhere, and then you also have guys that have been playing playing in the MLS that are coming in. Uh, so, so overall, uh, we'll start with Kyler here. Uh, what are what are your thoughts? Just on, I know you guys are you guys are further north, right, uh, and not necessarily here in Cincinnati. Um, but I'm sure you've heard about this orange and blue buzz that's going on uh, down here in the Queen City. Yeah, um, I, you know what? It's it's that kind of a breath of fresh air too somewhat to see a, a team that young have that much success and that much uh, backing with, uh, you know, their fans and supporters. They seem like they're all in, you know, always, you know, doing their best to fill up Nippert Stadium all the time, which is nuts. But, uh, you know, with all the, the moves they're making and everything, it'll be kind of interesting to see how that team will mesh, um, you know, come the games. Because, like you said, they're they're gathering from a lot of different sources. And you're going to have a lot of different people coming into a new town. So it'll be kind of interesting to see how they do there. And you got a lot of turnaround, like like you said, losing a few guys and gaining quite a few. So it's going to be kind of interesting to see how uh, they do this year. And uh, I'm interested to see how they can compete with uh, the teams that have been around a little longer in the MLS. Lee, your thoughts? Yeah, I'm interested too. I mean, the who is it, Atlanta? It's only their second year, and they won the Cup. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see if Cincinnati can pull off something like that. And I mean, I don't know if you guys remember, but that time we went to Dave and Buster's, and I cashed in my tickets for that blue and orange soccer ball, thinking that I might have to jump ship to the crew. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, at that time I was a little bit excited, but actually I'm still excited. I'm definitely a crew fan, and. uh but, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do. I'm sure there'll be a in-state rivalry between the two teams. That'll be exciting to see if uh, what kind of traveling each side will do. 
might have like a half and half stadium, a lot of booze and cheers and maybe some fights. That'd be neat. <laughs> Turn it into a hockey uh, we here at Set Piece do not promote violence. <laughs> <laughs> of course not. Only off stadium grounds. No, just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. uh, but no, yeah, this is this great, is great hooligans. Let's get some. Yeah, the hooliganism. Yeah. Uh, Lee, Lee and Kyler are trying to get hooliganism started here in the states. Um, <laughs> but obviously, that that is a, a, a attributed for. I'm not saying hooliganism is you know something we need to be having, but the fact of the matter that their Columbus's rival technically was Toronto FC, and I don't know about you guys, but I mean, I, there's there's really. I mean, sure, we share Lake Erie, but like, what, what, what kind of rivalry is that, right? I mean, any any other any other person could do, and yet for the longest time, uh, Columbus's closest rival would have been like Chicago, uh, and then they kind of made this Trillium Cup with Toronto, and and then um, it almost looked like for a moment that when they were finally going to get like a regional rival that would actually make this like an awesome rivalry series. You see what happens with the Cascadia Cup with Portland and Seattle. I mean, they got like nine or 10 buses that ship fans back and forth um, for those games. And you just see how awesome those rivalries are. And the MLS is really trying to build on those rivalries. Um, and and for Columbus to stay in Columbus as FC Cincinnati comes in, uh, hell is real. That's what the, uh, the, the Derby is. Everyone's latching on to that. Um, for those of you that are not sure what, what that even means, there's a giant billboard off I-71 um, that says, you know, like hell is real. And, and, you know, like the next billboard is like the 10 commandments or something like that. Um, and I 71, it's between Cincinnati and Columbus. So that's where that, that kind sounds of, pretty awesome. Not going to lie. I wish I could see that billboard firsthand. <laughs> well, maybe you gotta, you gotta drive down to Columbus and then, and then drive the down to Cincy. I'm going to make the trip. They're going to make the trip specifically <laughs> to see the billboard, which I think you could probably <laughs> just Google. <laughs> Let's go. We, All right. we might make a stop down in the old Sin City. You never know. The old Sin City. Vegas? <laughs> that's, all, that's the other Sin City. No, no Sin other City other with a C. With a C, right? Ohio Sin City. Ohio Sin City. Okay. All right. So, yeah, if you want to go check out that, that billboard, uh, there you have it. But obviously these, these two clubs have met one time, uh, and it was in the Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup. And that was at Nippert Stadium, and FC Cincinnati got the one nil victory over yep. Columbus Crew. Great game. Uh, so that was in part with FC Cincinnati's run to the semifinals in that in that tournament. So uh, it, it's definitely off all those saves. It was nuts. Yes, yes, Mitch Soderbrand, who's uh, he's he was not here this this season, but yep. <laughs> he left yeah, last well, season. Okay. But he was he was a beast in that game. Um, so there's a lot of buzz. I think just across the state of Ohio for for kind of another Ohio series in a different professional uh, professional league. So I know I'm excited. It, it definitely puts me in a peculiar spot because I like <laughs> both FC Cincinnati and Columbus Crew, and you could always get away with not having to you know pick one in a in a match since they were in different leagues. Uh, but now that's going to really put me in a tight spot. I think uh, moving forward. So you, you got to just cheer for the home team, I guess. That's you know that's the age old adage, right? Maybe <laughs> you, I don't know. It gives you a little bit, you know, leeway there. You, can, you know, when it gets to playoff time, you can always just. That's what I do with the you know Cleveland and Cincinnati there. If, and usually it was Cincinnati Bengals making it to the playoffs, not the Browns. Yeah. So at least sure. you have somebody to cheer for. <laughs> <laughs> right, like go Ohio. Somebody, somebody yeah. made it. That's yep, great. Exactly. 
And Lee's over I don't there know like that pain. Yeah, Lee's like, I don't know that pain. Oh, that, that yeah, yeah. Decent. Poor little Lee. Boy, oh boy. But the fact of the matter is, I think this is creating a lot of buzz. Um, and like you guys said, it's going to be interesting to see how quickly this team meshes. Um, they did a lot of sort of changes midseason last year when Adi came in and they put him in the starting lineup after a few games. And it's just my opinion. I feel like that did not mesh well. Um, Ledesma, who was a beast all season long, as soon as Adi got put in the starting lineup, uh, those two just never seemed to be able to really click on the same page. It kind of, in my opinion, messed up FCC's mojo. Uh, and that was a club that won the the US uh, USL's regular season championship that you know that the Shield. Um, but then they got they they did make it past the first round for the first time. Um, and and oh, this is a fourth season. That's embarrassing. Uh, the fourth season. Um, as the, but it was the first time they got past the first round. Uh, they did it on penalties. And then at home, they lost to New York Red Bulls, too. Um, so basically kind of the B team for Red Bulls, um, yeah. 1-0. And that, they just look kind of dysfunctional in that in that match. So I know for Cincinnati, especially because, you know, the Reds haven't won a playoff game since 95. And they, yeah. they won in 90, 1990 is the last time they won a World Series. The Bengals haven't won a World Series ever. Uh, this is, a, this is a, a city that desperately wants – a championship team um, and last year looked like it was going to be on pace for that. And then it just kind of came up short. So I know it's going to be, it's going to be more difficult because it's a, it's a higher ranked league here, but um, I don't think the fans are, are shying away from, from really believing that this team can, can compete. Um, but it's definitely going to be interesting. We saw how things can be interesting for new clubs. Obviously, Worked for like Houston Dynamo back in the mid two thousands, uh, and it's worked for Atlanta United. But you see Minnesota United kind of off to a sluggish start. Uh, Orlando City, who were beasts in the USL, um, they get to MLS. They haven't made the playoffs yet. I think I don't think they've made one playoff since they've been in the MLS. So um, it'll be interesting to see how this team does. Um, but they have the local ownership as well. They got a huge fan base. Um, behind them, especially with those some of those bigger matches, they're getting uh, you know like twenty five thousand um, people in into the stadium, and this is a this is a club that I think a, a lot of people down here are excited about, and it sounds like you guys are kind of hearing about some of the excitement as well, uh, a little a little further north in uh, in Northwest Ohio. Yep, you know it's it'll be pretty uh, pretty cool to see. Well, you talked about uh, Houston and and uh, Atlanta, you know, creating this winning atmosphere. And I think a lot of it for Cincinnati will come down to if they can create that culture, mm-hmm. you know. And, and I, you know, a couple years ago, they kind of had that. And it was just – it was like, oh, man, they had motivation. They had a whole lot of um, symmetry with each other. And it just seemed like they were clicking on all cylinders and – um, had all momentum going for them, and you know, you really hope they can get back to that time where everybody was clicking. And it, but um, bringing in like all this fresh blood and everybody coming in, and like you said, and a lot of turnover. So it'll be kind of interesting to see if if they can reel it all in and and bring everybody together and create a culture that is a winning culture. And it, it is something I think they can do, though. I think they have. You know some good guys in charge. I think they can, you know, make some make some moves. And hopefully, with this, you know, super super draft coming up, I'm really hoping they can uh, make some good selections and come out on top. You know, 
And the Super Draft is interesting because not a lot of big names really come from the Super Draft, but sometimes you don't necessarily need those big names. But it's it's funny because, I mean, they've stacked up like 10 picks in the Super Draft um, from just doing some trades with a couple different clubs. And it almost is kind of funny because it almost shows how kind of most clubs are not really that worried about the MLS Super Draft um, in this in this day and age. So they, they seem to kind of have their free pickings. Um <laughs> With the super draft here, so we'll see. We'll see kind of how how that all plays out, um, and really kind of see what happens uh, with that. As always, I want to thank you guys for jumping on here for talking about FC Cincinnati and talking about Columbus Crew earlier. Always stay tuned here as we'll have more set piece uh, pitch cast. I'm gonna call it a pitch cast, maybe it's a podcast I like- uh, set piece pitch cast that are gonna be coming out. Um, throughout the leading up to the season. And then we'll, we'll try to have kind of um, more match recaps for both Columbus Crew and for FC Cincinnati uh, during the season. So once again, I want to thank you guys for jumping on, taking time tonight uh, to talk professional soccer. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. Is there any stoppage time tonight? Uh, I think we I think we've already went over the stoppage time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I'm trying to keep this at an hour, and I think we're a little bit over an hour. But um, – <laughs> I mean, I, that you want to talk about USA? Is that what you're trying to get into? Ah, uh, we could save that. I think you're right, though. We finally <laughs> went to stoppage. You just you called out stoppage time, and then you, I'm just saying, oh no, I'm the fourth rep. You're off. Uh, <laughs> for, for those of you wondering, stoppage time was going to be if we were going over. We're trying to keep it within an hour. If we're going to go over there, you know, because there's stoppage time. Sometimes you know, it's just undocumented time. Lee apparently wanted and called it back. Lee's like the guy that. You know, you want stoppage time because you need your club to get the equalizer, and then they get the equalizer, and then you're immediately like, "That's time, official, that's time." That's it. that's it's like there's like still five minutes of stoppage time. <laughs> All right, well, thank you guys for hopping on. Thank you again.